Hello and welcome to the Unqualified Huddle. We are back, week nine, and guten tag to all of our NFL friends as the NFL comes to Germany. Guten How are you tag. feeling about? How are you feeling about that, Sham? I'm I'm excited by the German games. They're probably the best games in the NFL regular season from an atmosphere point of view. I would say. Sorry to all our American listeners, but um, I think it's just because it ma- matches a Super Bowl style atmosphere. You saw it last year. Uh, we yeah. saw it on TV, the singing, the, the environment. The German fan base is the largest fan base for NFL football in Europe. Yeah. Um, the most dedicated. So, yeah, it's good. But it's also a good matchup, it, regardless of what it is. Oof. It's the best matchup of the week. It's a Dolphins, delightful matchup. Chiefs. It's a, it's a tasty matchup. The Chiefs coming off uh, their probably worst performance of the season against the, the Broncos. And oh. the, the Dolphins coming in... Um, Looking, looking good. They they look good in their last matchup. So like, I don't know. This is a this is an exciting matchup for me because for me the Chiefs need to bounce back. The Chiefs want to have the swagger of being you know the AFC heavyweight champs. They need to bounce back from their last week because it was a divisional game. So I can give them some, you know, kudos. It's a divisional game. Like you know, they're a bit weird sometimes, yeah. but. You, yeah, you I mean, it's not weird. I would say they're very competitive because they know each other's tendency really well. Like, uh, and let's say the Chiefs are kind of limited offensively outside of quarterback and tight end. So I mean, we these t- we things, they'll it. always we win about in those games. Yeah, we've said it several times. And the Broncos D just came to play their best game or one of their best games of the season, which they had the talent to do anyway. Yeah, but the, I mean, it's the other team that excites me more in this game, I feel. I feel like uh, with Jalen Ramsey back, it, actually, I didn't, I wasn't going to give it as much props as I think it probably requires on defence. Obviously, he got a pick, uh, but like, I I didn't expect it to change much on the defence, but their defence looked better. Like, yeah. it, it, looked, it looked improved having Ramsey in the in the lineup. I mean, it's always going to improve you when you've got a guy that can actually match up with receivers on the outside. Yeah, and how we how we baited Mac Jones for that picks pick was really good. Like how he dropped in coverage but kept his eye, broke on the ball really well. But this time they'll also have Xavier Howard back. Like by the looks of it, first time healthy in a long time for him as well. He's mm. battled a lot of injuries and niggles, and that they've got that duo. But they don't even need a duo when they're playing the Chiefs because there's no other receiver that scares you. I think it's going to be a chess match. I think the the Chiefs are going to do what they always do, get creative, but also the Dolphins do that as well. So it's going to be like two exciting offences going at it, and it's going to be the battle of uh, which I, defensive line probably steps up. Or well, I, I don't think you up. could. I don't think you could discount the defences in this game either. Like as much as uh, I, I think the Miami's defence is pretty bang average right now. The Chiefs' defence has shown that it can stretch its muscles a little bit. It can. It can definitely show it's like one of the top defences in the league when it wants to be. It's got some of the pieces there for it, especially like Chris Jones back in the lineup where he's been for the last few weeks, adding to that that defensive yeah. line. So like, them, the linebackers play well. Like I, I like what um, McDuffie brings when they drafted him. He's been relentless, I guess. Yeah. I, I just like how they shape their defence. It's better than the individuals. Well, Spagnola's a good defensive coordinator as well. He always seems to have like a good game plan and and things like that. So, like, you know, I, 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 I'm very excited about this matchup. Obviously, it's an early matchup as well. Um, half two in England. So, what's that in America? That's probably like half eight in the morning. Depending yeah, on I, mean, it, I mean, well, uh, yeah, 
it'll be five hours. The clocks are changing in America as well. So um, it'll be 9.30 in the morning, Eastern time. They'll wake up to NFL. Like I, I like this NFL even from the UK. I mean, for us, it's great. We get to watch NFL football from 2.30 onwards. Basically, 12 much hours. To, much to the dismay of my partner. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But when it's this big of a game... Uh, Oh, it's 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 gotta be watched. Like it's it's one of those games where you can't you can't take your eye off of it. Um, and even if you you're out, you're kind of like keeping an eye on it or uh, half absolutely. an eye on it. Absolutely. Uh, who who are you picking for this? Yeah, I, I'm I'm going with the home team. I think the Chiefs only because I've not seen the Dolphins get over a hump when there's been a tough. Mm. They're they're in that Jacksonville tier where they need to beat the Chiefs for me to believe they can beat the Chiefs. I I. I was gonna pick the Dolphins, but you made a point there where now it's gonna it's gonna make me flip and pick the Chiefs. I feel like I said they need a comeback game, but also you're right. I don't feel the Dolphins have ever really beat a big team. They're very good at like the mid to to lower teams where they can they can put a beat down on them, but yeah. they do struggle with like like the Bills showed it earlier on in the season. They struggle with teams like that. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see. But yeah, I'll go with the Chiefs as well. Yeah, Shan's gone with the Dolphins. Um, so. You might have a chance of catching up a little bit. <laughs> just saying. So just just for the scores, I'm on 77. Shan's on 76. You're on 70. We all had a respectable week last 70. week. 70. I, I need a good, strong second half of the season, it seems. I mean, hey, we're all for the underdogs, but not really. <laughs> well, let's, let's move on and talk about a game that we don't really want to talk about, but I think the news outside of it means that we have to. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders and the New York Giants. Uh, be- I, sorry, yeah. No, go on. Go on. I'm actually excited about this game because the last time the Raiders fired their coach, Rich Bisaccia really brought something that made them worth watching. And I've seen Antonio Pierce's uh, press conference today. It's he just was, so good. He, he knows what up. it is. Yeah, he's, he's a former up. player. And the Raiders have talent. It's not like they don't have talent. They just lack at quarterback. They lack at O-line outside of Colton Miller. They lack at D-line outside of Max Crosby. But <laughs> It, the, there's a lot of lacking but all, for all of that. They have, they have that Raider mentality that you want to see at home against the Giants. Do, who aren't that great either. Do they have talent though? Is my I question. Mean, Josh Jacobs, Hunter Renfro, Devontae Adams. Can uh, you say? Can you say Hunter Renfro anymore in that conversation? I agree with Jacobs. I agree with Adams, and I agree with Max Crosby. Outside of those three players, is there anyone really on the Raiders team that gives you pause for thought? Josh Jacobs. <laughs> I, said, I said him. Um, Outside yeah. of those three players, do you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, there's I, no I, game records. No, I, I, I do think Hunter Renfro will be back. I think there's a good reason they didn't trade him. Um, I don't think he's lost a talent. I think he was just one of those McDaniel's yeah. is out. I, of I could tell you why they didn't trade him. They couldn't get the financial aspect done with the Saints because the talk in the town was that the Saints were heavily interested in bringing them in. But they went they quiet on the contract. Saints. No, but they also went quiet on the Saints in the final few hours. And apparently it was because they were basically firing the head coach and GM. Yeah. And they didn't want to trade a, they didn't want the GM to make a decision on trading a valuable piece. No. Um so I'm I'm a fan of what the but Raiders have done there. I'm I'm also concerned for them with O'Connell as the quarterback. I know he's a rookie. I know it's his first year in the league, but against the Chargers earlier in the year, he looked abysmal. Yeah, he and... held the belt ball on way too long. Way, the one, he was eating sacks. The one thing with this Giants team is their their defense is looking good. Like you know, their defense still looks pretty good considering. 
Um, well, if Wink Martindale's a decoy what do you expect? He loves blitzes. It's a perfect type of game for him. Oh, I, I can. I genuinely can see the Raiders eating about ten sacks in this game. And Kayvon Thibodeau quietly having five point five sacks in the season. Um, of that draft class, he leads the sacks this year, which is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's having a good year, and with he suits again Wink Martindale very multiple, very blitz happy. Aiden O'Connell's got to get the ball out quick, else he's going to get benched. Yeah, well, just as gonna... quick as uh, well, just as right. quick as um, he got benched last time by McDaniel's. It's going to get beat up, uh, but the the Giants' offense is also a little bit lacking right now. Obviously, mm-hmm. Daniel Jones is injured, uh, neck injury. Tara Taylor now is out with rib injury. Uh, the third guy, who I, I don't remember who it is, um, he didn't look good though when he came in. They're, they're basically and. Darren Waller's now got a hamstring issue as well. So, like, yeah, that, I... that lacks skill position. I know that, extra, that hurts you a little bit extra because he's a tight end in fantasy. Um, but, like, I, you know, aside from Barkley now on this, on this I, I talked about the Raiders not having much. Like, outside of Barkley on this offense, there's literally nothing there. No, I agree with you. Daniel Jones is a disappointment. And Waller is a big, was the big part, and he made the offense click. He was playing well before his hamstring. He had the hamstring last year as well. It would have been a um, basically a Waller bowl game um, in a way. But I kind of worry with the Giants. I don't think they offer much deep passing. If I'm the Raiders, I try and blitz Daniel Jones, stop the yeah, run, stop Daniel with, Jones what, running. Is, is Daniel Jones even playing in this game? I believe. Oh, good question. I believe he is. I believe he's back. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let me let me do a quick search. <laughs> that uh, that changes my thinking on this game. If uh, Daniel Jones is back, basically, but I mean, uh, you know, not much because he's still dealing with Max Crosby, who has the ability to like get sacks like by himself. That for me, there's not really many defensive players playing better than Max Crosby this year. I mean, even last year, he's a is an absolute force. Um, that's one player they can't afford to lose. I'm going with the team that's bouncing back so i'm going raiders i'm trying i'm picking them uh well you've not answered if the daniel jones question oh he about... is playing he is playing every point <laughs> signs a point every uh signs indicating that it's back on on that basis i'm actually going to pick the the new york giants to win this game i just don't i don't like anything that the the raiders have to offer outside of Devontae adams and Josh Jacobs and Max Crosby. So then, I, I don't know, the Giants for me, the defence... What do Giants have to offer on offence? Outside of Saquon, Saquon Barkley... Uh, stop you know, that, who d- do you stop? D- depends if Daniel Jones... Like, what Daniel Jones shows up. He, but who, even if Daniel Jones shows up, like, who's he, who's he going to throw to? And the only threat Daniel Jones is generally offering is running the ball. That's fine. Two running backs. Saquon, Daniel Jones... Play five linemen, which a lot of teams are starting to do this year. Um, bait on base for what, a lot. Of why formation. are you hating on me on picking the Giants when we're nah. literally against each other in picks? Stop hating on Wait, me. But they're traveling from East Coast to West Coast. The little I'm I don't still know. picking. I'm still I'm trying to help you. Wow. Anyway, you're going Thank Giants. You. Shan and I have gone Raiders. Thank you for for trying to help me, but I'm happy with my pick. We'll talk uh, about this next week. Moving on to a sneaky good matchup: the Seattle Seahawks, Baltimore Ravens. Two informed teams. Two teams that are both winning their divisions. Uh, Ravens look legit explosive this year. They're starting to really bring it all together for me. Offensively, they look like... I mean, it's it's starting to work again. The Lamar, like, 
even the run game though, it's sort of it's it's not on Lamar as much this year. It feels like it feels like Gus Edwards is getting involved a bit more. It feels oh, like Gus Edwards is their touchdown back, and I feel like he's not got very much volume in yards generally. But this offense is showing what we were hoping for in the off season, where it takes a few weeks to get it going. Uh, their DVO was always good. What you saw, like points wise, they just weren't finishing off drives. But now they are, and it usually takes a few weeks for a new system to, you know, you start seeing the fruits of that labor. Mm-hmm. You're seeing that now with the Ravens. They look unstoppable. A lot of these power rankings that are out there have got the Ravens now top of the AFC or the biggest challenges to Kansas City. These are the tough games that they're going to have to face, though. I don't and disagree with that, but this is a tough matchup for them. But Seattle, like, what, like last week, Gino played poorly. and But when it mattered in the final drive, he got the you know, ball going. Um, but the Seahawks are like this. They play tough. But they play gritty. Isn't, isn't that sort of scary for you, though? If Gino plays poorly and yet they still squeak out wins, isn't that sort of, like, indicative of the Seahawks mentality, like how, what they what they are built around, which is these gritty, tough wins. It's what they've always been about. And, like, that defense has improved. They they signed uh, Frank Clark from free agency because they yeah. needed to get more sacks. Like, Their I former draft pick. Yep, I think that's a good signing for them. They traded for Leonard Williams to show up the middle. Again, I think that's a great, great signing. I, I mean, I like the Frank Clark, but the, their worry is their top passer before Uchenna Nwosu's injured. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I agree on the Williams. He adds to it, but he wasn't necessarily living up to his uh, hype in New York this year. He was starting to become an afterthought with the Giants in a way where they were happy to trade but him. They, and I can they, see they, why. It was a deal for both teams to be made there. Yeah, the, the Giants are loaded at defensive line, though. Like, Tomlinson, you know, Fibido and and the rest of the... Like, I, I don't know the rest of them. Dexter Lawrence, yeah. Dexter, Dexter Lawrence, Lawrence obviously, is the star of that, but... So, so, do you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're, they're loaded at defensive line. So, yeah, I, I'm not surprised he's an afterthought now, because but he's it was not very much a, Yeah, but it's very much a Seahawks move to make, where, mm-hmm. if you're thinking they're going for a run, they clearly believe they're making a run, because, like, Williams is 30 Yeah. I'm gonna guess. I'm not. Can't. I don't have his exact age, but, but it's around that. But I think it's. I think it's smart move. I think it's savvy moves by them to think that they because they lived. They have got everything they need to go for a run. Because can deep, Gino? Yeah, can Gino produce that? I think because last week that, he was poor, and um, Jackson Smith and Jigbas really struggled to get on the he's, page. He started to get more involved though. But and last I, week, yeah, I, I feel like there was a pick because of miscommunication between the receiver but, and the quarterback again. But also, they're doing, they're winning Seahawks way. They're running the ball well. Kind of Walker's doing well running the ball. I know he's been injured, so they've limited his touches. But they've got Charbonnet, the rookie, that's also starting to get involved as well. So, like, you know, I feel like they're running the ball well. Their offensive line plays well. They they've got to me that they're, they're they're pretty much a total team right now. I know there's the issue at quarterback, but. I mean, other quarterbacks have played poorly and have moved on. Brock Purdy has played poorly, but are we discounting the 49ers' chance to go to the Super Bowl? I still would consider them a contender to go there with Brock Purdy playing poorly. So, you know, I, I don't think Gino, I don't think it's a problem Geno Smith playing poorly. I feel like he's still clutching off. He's he's shown that he's clutching off in the in the final minutes to to get these wins, to get these hard wins. Um. But then, you know, the other side of the ball in this game in particular, the the Ravens are on a roll. Yeah. They, they look unstoppable right now. Uh, that's why I'm, I'm going to pick them in, in this week's like, picks. Uh, okay, I, I've 
I've gone Ravens as well. Everyone's gone Ravens, Ravens across the board. And I, I think it is because they're unstoppable right now. I think Seattle can't keep up with it for that, that scoring offense. No, no. We should uh, we should just touch on... There's two more games that we, we could talk about, but we don't really have time to talk about them in depth. So we probably should talk about the NFC East. Oh, no, 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 no. We've got to talk about Bills-Bengals, eh? You, you think you've talked about Bills-Bengals over Cowboys-Eagles? Yeah, because we know Dak can't get over the... Like... <laughs> Eagles, really. I, I, I'm, I'm led by you. I'm led by you. If you think there's more, you think there's more meat on the bone of the the Bengals, Buffalo. By all means, let's talk about it. Yeah, I, I feel like this is where where there's a lot on the line for both teams. Can you imagine sure. the Bills losing this and the lack of momentum they've had this season? I, I this will be a big blow. I think if both teams lose this, I think this is a must-win game for both teams. But because, the Bengals have just found their form, right? So they could take one off, and they know they're on form. But but they've found their form. But they're they're if they lose this game and the Ravens win another game, the Ravens are then two wins ahead of them. Like, more, no, they're more than two wins. They're they're three wins ahead, having only lost two games yeah, to four. Yeah, yeah, I take your point. Because, because uh, the play, uh, I guess the wild card is also quite tough in the AFC. In the AFC, I, yeah. I, I'd I'd even think if the Bengals lose. They could be with the form they're showing. Um, they, I guess same with the Bills though. They're five and three. I, I think for both. I think for both teams. Like if they lose, I feel it has not just playoff, like not just divisional implications. It has playoff implications coming to the end of the season. Yeah, because seeding. yeah, with seedings, with potentially even missing out on the playoffs. Because you know, there's the AFC is loaded. The you know, I don't I don't remember what the Chargers record is right now, but. Um, it's they're, they're they're a team that's in the hunt. There's a lot of teams that are in the hunt. You know, uh, the Browns are a four and three. The Steelers are somehow like f- four wins or five wins or something. Four and three, sorry. So like Tennessee's three and four, and they're starting on the ascension, maybe with a Will Levis run. So like, there's lots of teams that are in that conversation for a, a wild card spot. I never thought I'd say the Titans are, but there we are. Um, so like it could have massive implications coming into the end of the season, mm. and and I feel like both teams like the Bills have looked not themselves the entire year. Like I know they've got five wins, but I don't feel like they've looked comfortable for any of those wins. Like I don't feel like they've had a game where they've looked in top. Maybe the Dolphins game they looked a little bit more comfortable, but that's that's really been it for me. I mean, what what's important about the Bills with this game from a like a records point of view with if Miami lose to Kansas City uh, and we've like we've picked Kansas City to win and if the Bills beat the Bengals here they're tied on their record even Mm -hmm. though you wouldn't ever think they would be based on like the commentary from media and so on um they're that close the Bills are ahead the Bills are ahead from winning from beating them and, and if the Bengals lose they go four and four basically 500 if the Ravens win their matchup they're seven and two so there's a massive gap there to the point where you, you're thinking, are they even going to make the like, wild card spots? And, and this game's a, a yeah, hard right. matchup for both teams. Like, it's a hard matchup for both teams because the Bengals are playing like a, a decent Bills defense and it's it's playing the pots that they're not good at. They're, the, the Bills defensive line has looked pretty decent this year and the, the Bengals offensive line has not. Yeah. The, uh, but the Bills, Bills are banged up, but... I don't know. They're banged up, but I mean, but then on the flip side of that, like the 
the Bengals defense is starting to find its form, starting to like to find its footing. Um, and the the Bills offense is one dimensional, which as a Josh Allen fantasy holder, I'm fine with. Like, you know, you don't want to run the ball, you just want to run Josh Allen and you want him to throw the ball. I'm happy with that. Keep going and getting me 30 points a game. However, from a NFL managing the game perspective, it doesn't work. I think that's why they went out and got Leonard Fournette to try and get uh, a running back. I know he's just onto the practice squad, but I can see them bringing them up to the to regular roster to get a running back where they can, you know, try and try and make some yards. They're obviously not happy with how things have gone with Latavius Murray. He's underperforming. So, like, bring him in for that role to give Cook sort of like a bit of a one-two punch, not not keep using Cook as, as the lead back sort of thing. Try and use them more in like, you know, I don't think they had I don't think they even backs either way. Like they don't they haven't even been using Cook when they should have been. I thought there's been times where Cook's looking good and they're just great, running but, but it's, three, it's the same three times. It's the same story though. For for about four years. We've been saying it, yeah, we've been saying it. If you follow this podcast, <laughs> this is a story we've gone over so many times. How many and times it, how many times have we said that Singletree looked great? Like, we're like, oh, Singletree's had a great game. So, like, they need to give the ball to Singletree. We're and they the same thing about Cook this year. And it's a, I think it's a lot of it is Josh Allen. He doesn't like running maybe the, with the ball with the running backs. I think it's Sean McDermott. I don't think they commit to it. But this I, is what I, why I think they, they lose a lot. Or they lose games where they should, shouldn't because well, they're I, so... I, I, they can't manage the game is my problem. No. They can't manage the game because they can't run the ball to manage their clock well. They rely. They they don't they don't manage the clock well by not running it. They don't control the time of possession. And they they basically win or lose on Josh Allen. If he's having yeah. a bad game, they they don't say, okay, you know what, we're going to run. No, Josh, you're going to try and throw it out of it. And if you don't, you're going to throw more picks. But it doesn't matter. That's how we're going to win or or lose. And I yeah. I don't like that. You're based in Buffalo. Like this isn't how I see that team functioning in the playoffs. But that that's how they still do. It. This game's in Cincinnati though, and I, that's going to make that's going to make a difference in how I pick. And I'm picking Cincinnati here. Yeah, I I will also pick Cincinnati here. Oh, it's yeah. it. Uh, did you change your mind too? You no, no, like you did. No, this is a this is one of them where I can't trust the Bills in the situation. And when I watched the Bengals' offense play last week, they looked they looked like playoff form. They looked so good. They looked so crisp. Like Burrow's looked amazing. Mixon looked fast. I don't say this often, but Mixon looked like he he had a rocket up his what's it? Uh, uh, yeah, on his back. Yeah, on his back. <laughs> uh, what's Channel gone? Um, he has gone Cincinnati as well. It's it's interesting that we've all gone, but I think it's they need it more. They they do need. Well, I, I don't even know if they need it more. But I, I I think they do from a from a uh, record from, perspective. From a, well, from a AFC. division, yeah, from a divisional because uh, at least in the AFC East. Outside of the Miami and, and Buffalo, I mean, obviously the Jets are like hanging about there, but they're not really, for me, a massive threat right now without... Well, uh, let's, let's see. I think they will be when um, Aaron Rodgers returns later in the year. If he returns later in the year. Uh, everything looks like he is. But anyway, uh, we've Bengals. We've all gone Bengals. All right, let's move on. Let's quickly run through the rest. Um, starting with tonight's... Uh, Tonight's AFC matchup between the Tennessee Titans, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, not a lot to say for me for this. I, I just feel, I just hope that the Titans continue to go with Levis and continue to like work on that offense that they had in their previous game, which was exciting. 
And if they do that, I think this is a slam dunk one for them. I feel like they're the better, they've got the better pieces on offense, especially. Two teams who would like to play a similar style of football, basically notch off their quarterback historically in the last couple of years. Um, it makes for terrible viewing if you love points, but it makes for a defensive um, showdown. I've got, I, I, I'm not going to say who I've gone with, but right now before you, but I, I, <laughs> I do think the, the promise Will Levish has shown last week and four touchdowns is as most as any rookie this season. But it's also how he did it with deep balls. Really? That's one thing we talked about in our what? previous podcast about how stretching the field was what they lack when they've got a running back like Derrick Henry. And then with Tarjay Sharp, well, D-Hop was asking for the ball. It's what they were doing, what they used to do with Tannehill. But yeah. not, they've got away from that. But I'm picking well, the Titans in this game. Well, so have I. I've picked Titans as well. And I think it's going to be... It could be a tough game for Joe Porter Jr. if he doesn't um, use his savviness or uh, learn quickly from D-Hop. I've gone Tennessee just from the Will Levis experience last week. And that's unfortunate as a Jags fan to see. What's Shannon gone? Come on, we don't need to hear more, more about you he's gone, he's crying gone, about being a Jags fan. Well, he doesn't want to see Pittsburgh lose twice at home uh, in hey, a Shan- row. Shan- Shan- yeah, Shannon's gone Pittsburgh. He thinks they can beat right. Tennessee. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Vikings Atlanta Falcons, obviously Vikings playing without Kirk Cousins, uh, playing without Justin Jefferson in this game as well. Um, they're, they're left with uh, a rookie quarterback whose name I don't remember. And they traded Jaron Hall, Jaron Hall, or Joshua Dobbs versus Ty- Taylor Heineke. This is what <laughs> we've come to watch, and this is our expectation now. But if you wa- look past the quarterbacks here, it's a loaded matchup. Oh, I, I think it's an exciting matchup still. Don't get me wrong. I feel like this will still be exciting. I you feel got the like... sack leader and Daniel Hunter coming to Atlanta. That's going to be good enough. I, but like, I, I just feel like the Vikings without Kirk Cousins and without Justin Jefferson, their, their offense just lacks. Um, no, Jordan Anderson's played really well. He has. He's been, but he's been explosive. He's played, he's played well with Kirk Cousins as quarterback. I agree. That That is the main thing. Let's see if they... So, hang around against a bad team. But don't forget, Brian Flores and the Minnesota defense, what are they calling 52% blitzes? That leads the NFL. They're they're moving up for sure, but I don't think that's enough to see them pass this Falcons team in this game. So I'm going to pick the Falcons. Yeah, I've gone with Falcons just because of the quarterback issue in Minnesota. Shalom? Oh, yeah, it's gone Falcons as well. Awesome. Uh, Arizona Cardinals versus the Cleveland Browns. Clayton Tune. It looks like doesn't look like Kyler Murray is going to be ready for the cards against that Cleveland defense. I, I, I mean, th- this is a this is a no brainer. Um, I don't want to I don't want to give this more than it needs to get. Get. We're, I'm going to pick the Browns. I don't feel good about it, like I say, because I'm against the Browns organization. But I, I need I need the points. I need the the wins. So I'm picking well, the Browns. Yeah. I've I've picked the Browns as well, and. What I do want to say about this quickly is Arizona haven't looked as bad as we thought. And with Kyler Murray, they can win a lot more games and they probably won't be picking first overall as they're currently projected to be. But it's, it's playing way more scrappy. And when Kyler comes back, they could knock off a few wins. Absolutely. The Shams gone with his home team, apparently his home team, the Arizona Cardinals. All right. Uh, LA Rams versus the Green Bay Packers. Um, two teams who have really changed since the start of the season for me. The first weeks, the first couple of weeks, I was high on both these teams. Like, they're playing much better than expected. 
and looked exciting. But I mean, in recent weeks, they've just looked. Both teams have looked poor. The uh, Rams. I think is Stafford now out. He's on injured reserve with a thumb. But it's not. I don't think it's on injured reserve. But yeah, thumb injury. I think it's. I think he's out. He looks like he could be out. But they've botched their court backup quarterback position again of the Rams. But Stafford, like, is playing well, but he doesn't look like his old self. His best year no. was that Super Bowl year, and how he fell from that high. I don't even know if that was his best year though. He used to like. I don't know if that was the best. Oh no, Stafford. his best year as a Ram. But yeah, how, it's yeah. shot, how it's gone downhill for the Rams very quickly after that is alarming. And it's basically because they didn't really have a lot of draft picks, a lot of cap room to play with. No. But the Packers, Jordan Love hasn't been playing well. He doesn't no. seem like their future, in my opinion. I, th- I don't think they should be. I think if they continue losing, they should be looking to replace. And I've, I've gone with the Packers. Uh, I, if the Rams are a backup quarterback, I don't think he can handle the, uh, you know, the pressure. Who is the Rams backup quarterback? I mean, they tried to sign John Walford back. But <laughs> he yes. rejected them. And he's signed with the active roster with the Bucks. And right. I can't remember who their starter is for this game. I'm, the, I'm just bringing up there. Uh, Brett Ripien. Oh, uh, yeah. Brett Ripien, veteran of the league. Been around the block. Former Bronco. Former Seahawk, if I'm not mistaken. Um it's been around. I mean, they didn't want, obviously, Stetson Bennett has some personal things. I think he's stepped away from football for a bit. But, but anyway, anyway, yeah. I'm also picking the Packers there because without Stafford, um, this offense becomes unwatchable. Yeah, Sham's gone Rams. I don't know what you think of that, but that's how it's gone. Wow. I'm losing the pick, so that's how I'm thinking of that. Um, moving on, Buccaneers, Texans. Um, obviously, both teams didn't have the performance they wanted last last time out. Were the Bucks on a bye week? No, they weren't. They lost, didn't they? They've um, just, just been on a losing streak. Really. Yeah, they've, they've lost. They lost their last four in a row, from what memory. Um, yeah, both team, both teams. Texans surprised me. I'm surprised they lost to the the Panthers. I'm surprised. Yeah, I mean, it was a battle of the top two quarterbacks. Um, but the Bucks did try and fight back up against the Bills last week. Then, but they've. They're pretty much on a three-game losing streak. Lions, Falcons, Bills. I I believe in the Texans more than I believe in the Bucks, but I wouldn't put it past the Bucks winning this. I'm um, doing, I'm going the opposite. I'm I'm picking the Bucks in this. I feel like they turn it around against Texans. The Texans are a team very much that they could turn it around against, and they need to to stay in that AFC uh, NFC South uh, divisional race. So I can see them. T- I can see them turning it around in this game. So I'm yeah, going to pick Bucks. So- you and you and Chan have picked the books. I've gone Texans. Uh, moving on, Commanders versus Patriots. Um, um, I'm going Commanders in this. I don't need. To, I don't want to talk much about it. But no. I feel like. I, I mean, obviously, the trade away from the two defensive ends, Montez Sweat and uh, Chase, Chase Young, Young, for the Commanders is questionable. However, oh, it's questionable is damn right negligent to let both go. Um, how, I'm not how, a fan. However, this Patriots team is terrible. Like, the offense is still bad. Hey, I thought you were a Sam Howell believer. That's what you are saying last week. I'm not a Sam... Well, the, the, the commander's offense looked good last week against the... So, so they always play well against the Eagles. I, I said I was picking commanders at the very start. What is wrong with you today? You're trying to just come at me for no reason. Hey, I'm just making sure. I'm just making so, sure. like, I, I, I'm picking the commanders in this because I feel like their offense will get the better of the Patriots. But I, uh, I, I, I can't see the Patriots' offense. No, I think Bill Belichick's defense is going to give uh, a lot of Halloween treats. 
and scares to uh, Sam Howell. So I'm going with the Patriots and uh, Shan agrees with me. All right, moving on. Bears versus Saints. Um, obviously, without Justin Fields, the Bears are unwatchable. And the Saints, they they played better against the Colts, at least defensively they played a bit better against the Colts. But their, def- their defense became suspect and struggled. So, we, I mean, we need some consistency from both sides. But I'm picking the Saints in this. I feel like they're going to continue that offensive trend. I feel like they're starting to get on a roll of things with the offense. And then, you know, what will happen is my heart will break again as I watch Derek Carr throw the ball into the dirt a hundred times. I completely agree with you. I'm going Saints as well for that, for pretty much the same reasons. And so is Channel, I do believe. Yes. Um, moving on, Colts versus Panthers. Um, I don't want to get cute here. I feel the Panthers had a nice game against the Texans, but I can't see them beating the Colts in this at all. It was cute. You had your first win of the season, Panthers, but yeah, you're not winning right now. <laughs> they, they, I uh, feel it's, it's one and done. I don't see them getting any more. No, I don't think they can even keep up with Minshew offense or Steichen offense. They score a lot of points. They score a lot of points. It's the problem. And their, def- their defense is okay. It's It's got its problems, but it's okay. I think we're all going Colts in this then. They've all gone Colts. Awesome. Uh, so, just two games left to go. The Cowboys versus the Eagles, the, two, the game I want to talk about, NFC East battle. Um, obviously, the Cowboys put an absolute hammering to the Rams last week, coming off their bye week, which looked really good. The Eagles had a close game with the Commanders again. They just don't seem to be able to beat the Commanders. Like Commanders played really well against the Eagles. Every, the last three games have been decided by you know, very late, handful of points, overtime type stuff. But you gave your unqualified player of the week last, uh, well, on our last podcast to C.D. Lamp, who had a career day. Do you think he continues it against an Eagles no. defense? No. Depend- it depends who he's lined up. Like, it depends how they line up, and it depends who they put on him. No, if it's it- going to be Slay, right? If they, put, if they put Slay on him, then I don't see him having the same performance he had last week. Because I don't like I see the Eagles defense as being just a better unit. And also, um I feel like their pass rush is better than I know um the Jalen Carter's got a back injury right now. So he's he's struggling a bit. But I mean it's not just Carr. Reddick's starting to get more involved in that defense again. He's starting to get sacks and starting to get pressures. The middle's always short up, you know, even without Carr, you've got Flexi Cox there, you've got um, the other guy that they've got in the middle, whose name will come to me in a second. It doesn't matter. They've got Kevin Bayard <laughs> now to make picks of that. I know got Kevin Bayard. Like the defense, look, the defense is good. The problem is their offense though is still, still not working well. Like there's still inconsistencies. Fumbled on the the goal line last week. You know, there's there's issues like that going on. However, I feel they'll still be creative enough to beat the to beat the Cowboys in this game. I don't. I I feel like the Cowboys are coming back down to earth this week. Yeah, and it's a home game for the Eagles. I I do think that does make a difference. And the name that was escaping you, Fletcher Cox. No. Um. No? Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. That's the name that's okay. escaping me. Oh, I said Fletcher Cox. <laughs> yeah, but I just like how this defense is built. Uh. But yeah, I, I think Dak Prescott will have a couple of picks, and then we'll be talking about Dak. If you get, can get over this, I think the narrative changes around the Cowboys. I, I agree. And I, I think they've become in the driving seat somewhat of that division if they beat the Eagles in this game. So we've gone Eagles, Shams gone Cowboys. Uh, moving on, last game. 
the Chargers versus the Jets. Um, I am not excited about this. Well, the and, Jets are a feel-good story right now. If you're in New York, well, I mean, the Jets, the Jets are impressive in some ways. I mean, they only just got past the the Giants last week in an overtime field goal, uh, where the Giants didn't have their starting quarterback or their their second string quarterback. We're down to their third string quarterback. The the I know the Jets have played without Aaron Rodgers, but they've got Zach Wilson, who was there. Uh, let's not forget, like a, a first overall pick or. Second overall pick a few years back. Thank so you, like, yeah. So because of that, like you would expect the Jets to play better. Like you'd expect them. I know we've I know we've had issues with uh, Zach Wilson, but you would have thought they would be more comfortable in that win against the Giants. I, and they, they just I've got to give good. credit to Zach Wilson to have that end of game drive. The the last uh, drive of the game was great. Like don't get me wrong, but he he needs to be more consistent and do it for all four quarters. I think they're riding strong, and I'm thinking, how does the Chargers' offense cope with the Jets' defense? That's what I'm thinking about. Uh, Quincy Williams has been playing well, former Jags draft pick who just let go to the Jets. Um, but Quinn and Williams, I, I, you know what, you know what I mean. This is a Charger type of game to Charger up. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, I, I completely agree. I feel like the, the Chargers, they need a, a good offensive performance from. Like the whole Kellen Moore <laughs> from Kellen Moore, right? And but like the, Haley's defense needs to show up. Yeah, I, I mean, like the Chargers realistically are the team that are on the back foot in this. I would say that the favorites are the Jets in this, um, mainly on the back of their defense, though. But you know, I, I don't trust the the Chargers defense. I've said this all year round. I don't trust the defense. It could be a nice game for Zach Wilson. It could have um, a nice Wait, little game here. He needs to have a good game against this defense. Which way are you going? I, I, shall I go first, or do you want do you want to go first? I'll go first. I'm going Jets. I've gone Jets as well. We'll pick. I, I I would not really pick. We wouldn't pick the Jets often. I'm going with. The I Jets. D- I just don't trust the Chargers in this. Chanel came into the season thinking the Chargers were going to be the best team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, probably alongside the 49ers, he'll probably get at me for saying this, but he's been very much on the the Chargers bandwagon, and they just haven't looked good all season. Yeah, I agree. Um, Shan's gone Chargers, though. So, not, yeah. I'm not surprised. That's not surprising. No, uh, but that's that's all the games. There's four teams on a bye, so we don't have any more games than that. So thank you all for listening. We will be back next week to discuss what's happened and all that good stuff. Uh, hopefully your team wins, unless you're a Chicago Bears fan, and hopefully you get pounded to the dirt. But until next week, see ya.